Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> um, hi guys. Uh, first question I have to ask you is, we're going to get straight into this. Have you done your homework? Because I did my homework. I did as well. Did you do your homework? Yeah, I did. How did it make you feel? It made me feel more grounded, especially like where I stand politically. Yeah. I even created my own manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, I wrote out some policies. I don't know how they would work out, but they were good. Okay. Are um, they, what is it based off of? Is it like what people have to do to you, for you, or is it like what you stand for? What I stand for right now. Right, okay. So I've identified that I'm more of a liberal. Okay. Yeah. Lib Dems. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No, I don't think so, not yet. Um, but yeah, no. I'm here for the small businesses. I hear that. Yeah, like reduce, ca- re- I'd reduce VAT, in fact, no, I'd cancel VAT for them. And um, That would be nice. Yeah, no, what did I say? I said cancel VAT and, um, yeah, no, I'd cancel VAT for small businesses. And then if you're earning, like profit-wise, 50k, then you'd start. Whatever. That's good because, like, <sighs> then I said I'd lower politicians' salaries to sixty thousand because I think they get seventy thousand or something. But I'd give them no bonuses. You know what's controversial that I would I would lower, I would lower s- certain sports salaries. You would personally because I remember I w- I was trying to get my head around how much like. NBA players mate mm. and like I understand yeah. why mm. their careers are short and all those things I get it yeah. but like the amount of money that they get could really like save a lot of people's lives I know but you it, know? Is, it is like private business yes so you would centralise it I don't know because mm. those things are hard yeah like politicians agreed 100% but like it's like American football, right? Mm-hmm. To me, they deserve the money that they get because the sport that they're playing is actually like life threatening. Boxers, understood, life threatening. Like if you get hit in the head the wrong way, mm-hmm. it's done for you. Like it's over. Yeah, right. But like basketball, yeah, you know, mm, yeah, you know, mm. like I understand things could still happen things and it's can trigger, but it's not like. It's not on the same scale as I thought. Yes. Rugby and then also a lot of them don't necessarily aren't taught how to do deal with their, the money that they do get. Yeah. The age that they start playing basketball. They Most most NBA players end up with none of the money that they actually got from their career. Oh, yeah. Because they're not taught how to deal with it. Yeah, no so like certain things like that, exactly. Certain things like that just annoy mm. me. So it's like fair enough if they were out here doing great things for the community. Some, some are. Yeah. Not to say that they're all out here just doing nonsense. But some are just out here doing nonsense <laughs> with big ass bags. Yeah, like, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, agreed with the VAT for the small businesses. That's really, that'd be nice. Yeah, no. So with that, um, I said I'd invest in like green occupations. So, you know, like people who are trying to save the environment and well, those green jobs, basically. Just fund research for it and how we can, you know, combat all the waste and pollution. Just innovative ways. Um, what did I say? Also, 
Mm. I said, you know, like private housing. Mm. I would put a private housing rent camp for working rent cap for working families who are in who are sense? earning like below twenty k. In what sense? So explain it. How would it work? Like, yeah, no, it, it's it's sticky. Th- th- these policies are just a lot of like theoretical, theoretical, hypothetical. But how it, how it would work would be like, say you have this like you have a working family. They're not earning a lot between the dual the dual income people, whatever parents, whatever. Um, and like you do like a background financial background of how much is coming in. But like for the person who's providing the house privately it would like the rent cap would be like 500 a month or 400 a month not like at their own price if that makes sense because mm-hmm. yeah. some things it's difficult i get it yeah but that's what and then or okay let me just think of one more and then i did one for education said um what did i say said more like I'd get rid of this, like, um, you know how it's become very much like Britain, you know, big, the great British empire, like, it weren't great. Yeah, it's become very <laughs> nice. great. I would scrap that, right. and I would incorporate more, like, teachings of, on black culture, and, um, black culture before, not like what, it, what we know it for today, but before, like, slavery. Because I feel like people just think, oh, black culture, oh, po- like, slavery and post-slavery. Like, yeah. You know what we were talking about in my lecture today? We did have kingdoms before. We were talking about, in my lecture today, we were talking about, like, the social in question. We, I was in a class with you, we did that before, but... Yeah. Anyways, not to talk about sociology, but basically we were talking about, like, um, the British Empire... Mm. And how, like, a lot of people associate the British Empire with, like, this great time in Britain, like, Britain was amazing, and, like, everything was just so great, and, like, a lot of people don't actually realise everything else that was going on, Mm -hmm. and one boy put his hand up, and he was like, but most of the time, the reason that is, is because our education is Eurocentric, like, Mm. if the education system was decolonised yeah. and you was understanding different points of views and different versions of history mm-hmm. from different cultures, then people would more understand what was happening during that time. Yeah. But because you get what was happening only in the British Empire, yeah. then of course people are going to be out here like, Britain, Britain was amazing! Yeah. Because that's what they saw. Like yeah. They saw Industrial Revolution. They saw great things happening. They saw, growth. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like They saw rich people get even more richer. Yes, mm-hmm. understood. But yeah. for many other people, they were colonised. Yep. And it was a great time. Do you get what I mean? So, yeah, no, it's just, it's because of education. It's definitely yeah. because of education. Yeah, 100%. Definitely is. I don't, I don't even, I don't even know what the world would be like then. Oh, like, then, bef- oh yeah, no, for real. Before that, like, or without that. Like, it's crazy to me, for me to think about that. Yeah, and then I said I'd, for prisons and stuff. I said I would um, increase the sentences for sexual offenders. Oh, that's a standard. And um, create a hate crime offenders list. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if they've committed what, like a sex offenders list. Yes. So you have to know, like, they have history of doing it. Yeah, that's really smart. Yeah, no, we'd do better than the government. Personally, vote for us <laughs> at this <laughs> at this point. <laughs> At this point, we would. No, 100%. Yeah, no. For, and I, no, it's needed. Because 
A lot of these companies are employing people who are racist, who are homophobic, who are misogynist, and like they would never, you would never know. You would never know exactly. You don't know, so yeah. And they should, and they should go for go to trial when they're like when they've established that they've changed their ways. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Agreed. But yeah, no. Because that's the thing with like hate offending. You can't. Um, it's really hard to say that it's a hate crime mm-hmm. because all these words have different definitions. You don't know what context the person might have said something to you. Yeah. Like, you know, words and stuff. Yeah. But anyways, moving on. We didn't come to talk about my manifesto, guys. <laughs> okay, let's talk about deal breakers. Right, because yes. when was this? Was this last week, wasn't it? Yeah, like Saturday or Sunday? Yeah. Saturday or Sunday, I sent Georgia a clip of a girl, like, explaining that, like, her height, like, height is a really big standard for her. Yeah. And and I was just like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get... Oh, yeah, I remember you Yeah, why yeah. height is such a big standard. I mean, I un- if you are five and over, like, five, eleven and over, completely un- as a woman, mm-hmm. and you want this six foot... Four, man. Yes, yeah. then I understand. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you need my height... Asking for six Zara's five foot, right? Like, yeah. What? What? How? Why is that? But the height difference is nice, though. What between me and a and a six foot four man? Yeah, no, it's cute. No, it's not. No, it's no, it's, no, it's, no, it's actually cute. No, it's cute. I told you about the guy I was working with. He, I'm five four, I think, or five three, and he was six four. No, six three. That was beautiful. Okay, but you're still taller than me. <laughs> Remember, no, I, but he was a the, foot difference, and that so six foot would be a foot difference for you. No, it wouldn't it'd be a foot and four inches? <laughs> this makes a okay. No, if it was, okay, so you're five four and you're talking to a guy who was six four, so foot difference. Okay, yes, it's nice. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't mind, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's. It's fine. If people think it's nice, it's nice. Yeah, but, no. like, but it's not a deal breaker. Yes. It's yeah. not a standard. Does that make sense? No, no. That's stu- That's being superficial, I think. That's, that's stupid. 100%. So you're telling me you met this amazing man who's uh, 5'11", yeah. and because he's not six foot, yeah, now no. you don't want to be... Like, that's... Like, you would choose a six foot arsehole compared to a 5'11". And a lot of women would. Well... A lot of women would because the funniest thing is is and that we're foolish. No, because <laughs> the funniest thing is is that when you when you set certain standards, yes, yeah. and you you should have standards and people have preferences and all of those things. All of that is fine. No one's disputing that you should have those, but it's like you don't look for anything else. Mm. Like you're not even open to the possibility of something else. That's why I have a problem with preferences, you know, especially in terms of like physical appearance. Yeah, because then you don't you don't. You don't need, you're not even open yeah. to the possibility of anything else, yeah. you know? Like, right. fair enough, with, if you have an attraction to to a certain type of man, mm. then that's a preference. But if it now every person that you meet has to have those attributes, yeah. then that's a, it's a lot. Mm. Yeah. You know? Wow. Like, if, if the height thing is a problem for you, you don't speak to anyone that's under that height. That's problematic. No, it is. It is. Because, like, what can their height add to you? Nothing. It adds nothing to you. It's literally based on how you guys would look in public. 
Because I don't know how it's going to work in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's a lot. Like, it's a lot. Like, it's a lot. Like, it's genuinely a lot. I'm not to say, like, people have their preferences. I'm not going to get in the way of that. But, like, I just don't think those things should ever yeah. be your soul, like... It should never be tunnel vision. Yeah, no, for real. You can have, like, an uh, expectation, mm-hmm. a preference, mm-hmm. a standard, mm-hmm. but it should never be tunneled vision. Yeah, no. That makes sense? Yeah. Like, if you go to the club and you're like, okay, cool, I like six four men, brown eyes, long hair, and then you get there and a five-foot-eight man walks up to you, and he's still taller than you, you know? Mm. He's still cute. Yeah. As soon as he says hi, you're like, no. <laughs> like, how? That's funny. That could have been your husband. Like, you don't know. Like, you're blocking your blessings. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, no facts. And this is why I feel like women should just stop being out here and chatting about their their preferences. Yeah. Because I like just let women think for themselves. Because mm-hmm. the amount of girls that I'm sure scrolled past that video and was like, "Yeah, no, he can't be this and that," and now they're like tunnel vision. Yeah. No. It's hilarious. Yeah, it Should we tell them what a deal breaker is? Yeah, go on. Okay. So, my understanding of a deal breaker is kind of like a social contract. So, it can be in the, like, realm of a relationship or friendship. And if the other person, or even including yourself, they do something that you don't agree with or doesn't align with your values per se, you kind of cut that connection off, in a sense. That's my understanding of a deal breaker. Yeah. And with that being said, do you have any deal breakers in friendships and relationships? Okay. Okay. In friendships, I think a deal breaker for me is, and has been since I I was very young, is talking to someone else about a situation that we're having. Mm-hmm. This is this this has been since like secondary school. Because mm-hmm. not to say that you can't tell other people about things that I've told you in a sense obviously not personal Mm -hmm. but just about normal stuff but say like we have a disagreement you and me and then you go tell Yasmin about our disagreement we haven't even dealt with it yet I don't even know that you're mad at me I might not even know that I annoyed you Mm -hmm. you're just pissed and you've gone to tell Yasmin and I might not even be close with Yasmin. And now Yasmin's out here you know having conversation or this is what you should do da 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 You come back to me and you're like, nah, Zara, like, you pissed me off. I was like, I don't don't even know. I don't even understand. We have a conversation, we solve it. Now there's just some random guy that just pissed off at me for no reason. Do you get what I mean? Mm. That, I've always hated it. Yeah, no. Because I'm the type of friend, well, now it's a bit different. But at that age, when I first, like, decided that I don't like it, I was the type of person, if you tell me that I've done you wrong, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah. What do you want me to change? Like, that's how I was with my friends. Yeah. Like, I would do everything under the sun to, to, fix, to fix that situation yeah. if I really care about you. So you going out and just trying shit, doesn't, it doesn't help. Because no, I'm not that type of person to just be yeah. like, to disregard your feelings. Yeah, for real. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So I used, I used to hate it. Mm. But yeah, that used to get me mad. What about you? Well, like, just piggybacking forever from your point like it's betrayal yeah like that's a deal breaker for me and i've dealt i've dealt with that from a young age like it's horrible um yeah no bet- betrayal and friendships i don't like that 
and it, you know what it's even like it's not like you doing it to me it's if you do it to someone else within the friendship group as well oh yeah like you might have not done something directly to me but if you've betrayed someone in the friendship group and yeah. you think it's okay yeah i can't now it's like no if the fact that you can do it to, to do that to them I can't second guess you not doing that to me. 100%. There's a chance that you're going to do that to me and I'm not taking no chances. No. I'll take it one step further with that as well. I don't even have to be friends with the third party. Yes. For that to make me not want to be your friend. Mm. Like, you can, we can just have a friendship and you mm. have a completely opposite friend. Mm. And you come in to tell me about her business or something she's yeah, been Yeah, oversharing. Yeah. And, and, Oversharing people's businesses, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. To a point where, like, not to a point where you're like, oh, I don't know how to help her. That's yep. fine. Or it includes you. Mm. Then that's fine. It's different when it's a situation that includes you as yeah. well, or you lot have been through something. That's different. Yeah. But when it's just completely their business, mm-hmm. something that they might have shared with you or whatever, and now you're casting your friend out to me. Yeah. I now don't want to tell you things. Yeah. No, 100%. You can't trust them. Like Because now I know that you're gonna probably do that to me yeah to someone else yeah yeah no. yeah mm-hmm. and that's it's questionable behavior it is it is because it, it's very telling of your character yes because in a sense you thinking that you can cuss someone out by talking about their business is like you're being judgmental but now you're but you're judgmental you're judging them but you're disguising yourself as being their friend but you're not a friend yeah by doing that yeah it's different if you lot have had a problem or whatever, or do you feel like she's done you wrong? Yeah. And she knows that she's done you wrong. Yeah. And you're sitting here with me crying mm-hmm. about a situation that happened with you. Then that's 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 different. Yes. Do you get what I mean? But if you're just come to be like, oh, you never guess what happened, da 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 da, just cuss the person yeah. out. Yeah. Then it's like, what do you what do what do you want me to do? Yeah, no sure. About that situation, I think that's um same things with a relationship as well. Mm-hmm. If my man's the type of person that is... Or if I'm talking to someone that's the type of person that just chats a whole load of shit about their friends, mm-hmm. I, I don't really... Mm. The, the, like, the attraction that I have towards that person kind of depletes. Like, yeah. Yeah, because it's like, I can't respect you. Yeah. Because it's like, you're going to chat rubbish about them, but if they were in this room, you're going to do up smiley face. And your best friend. You're my bro. Yeah, bye. <laughs> For real. Yeah, no, bye. 100%. <laughs> no, that's disgusting. Ew. Mm-mm. Girls shouldn't be doing it either. That goes for, it goes for both um, sexes. Yeah. You know? You yeah, know. I don't like it. Mm-mm. And a lot of boys are like that. Oh, no, he's the this, he's the that. When you get around your boy, oh, no, that's my bro, you know? And then look. Sorry? It was your what? Because really, was at home. Hmm. Hmm. You know. So yeah, I don't. I don't like that. Yep. I don't. Um, a nude. Uh, a nude. Oh Jesus. A new. I wrote it down. Um, with me being like my intuition is getting stronger, and my third eye is like being unblocked. <laughs> Jealousy. Any form of, like, negative force or insecure force on your behalf, and it's, and I feel like it's being directed at me, I'm going to slowly withdraw myself from you. Because I can't deal with that at all. And I say this because growing up, yeah, like, in, in secondary school, a lot of girls would compare themselves to me. And it's like... In front of you? Or? In front of me, yeah. I'd be like, oh, 
Like, I will compliment them. And they're like, yeah, but Georgie, look at you. Da, 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 da. Mm. I No, I don't have what you have. Or da, 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 da. And I'm just like, it, it, it just makes me feel weird. And then in like a friendship circle, yeah, it makes me feel like I can't share certain things or do certain things because it's like, I'm worried it's going to make this other person insecure. Oh, 100%. I and I don't want I don't want to feel like imprisoned by that, um, you know. So I can't I can't deal with jealousy. Like I just I can't. I it was is, no. I keep it to your jam self. I don't want to. One hundred percent. I remember having a conversation with my dad yeah. in secondary school because I had a group of friends, and I was like, I don't want to. It was like something that I was doing. And I didn't want to do it because I knew it would make my friend feel bad about themselves. Mm. Because I understood the dynamics of our friendship. And my dad was like, why? I was like, because if I do it, then, like, they're going to feel bad about themselves. Or they're not going to like me anymore because they didn't get that chance. This and that. And and like I said, I was a people people pleaser when I was young. Like, that's genuinely how I felt. Like, I didn't want to do something that was good for me yeah. in case of the fact that it was going to hurt someone, someone else yeah. that I cared about. And it was like, I had to get to the point of like understanding if they are my friend, they'll be happy for me. Mm-hmm. Even if in their heart, it's like, Oh, I, I could be doing that. It's not a thing where it's like, I'm jealous that she's doing it. It's yeah. like, Hey, cool. Let me get my shit together. Yeah. For real. You know, but yeah. it wasn't until I found friends that were like that, that I realized that the friends that I did have weren't yeah. supposed to be like that. Yeah. Because that, yeah, no. Yeah, no, for real. And you can feel the jealousy. You do. Like, I remember this one, this one day, because um, I'm very athletic. So in secondary school, like, I did a lot of sports. I did athletics. I did um, netball. did long distance running. And I did cross country. I came first in a competition. I came back to all my friends. No one gave, like, no one said congratulations. Yeah, no they were just happy. like, oh. No one said well done, nothing. I was just like, not like I was seeking external validation, but like, it's manners. It's not even manners, you're my friend. Yeah, no, for I real. I don't have to want you to say well done yeah. for you to say well done. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's just odd. It's not like we hate each other, do you get what I mean? Yeah, I know. I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, no. And it makes you not want to celebrate your wins as well. <sighs> like, I would be... I feel like I'm still suffering from that because I'm very quiet when it comes to things like that. Yeah. You know, I think it started, though. It's like, um, grades. School is a very toxic place. Yeah. Like, I I don't think how... I don't think anyone understands, really, like, academic-wise, that school is a very... Can become a very toxic environment. Yeah. Especially when... Because it just promotes competition. 100%. All the time. You know, and in a place where you're supposed to be getting... Making friends and feeling comfortable Mm -hmm. and understanding different people... Mm -hmm. I had two sets of friendship groups. I had my friends that I'd always hang out with. And yeah. then, like, I was in triple science. So I had, like, yeah. these really, really smart the girls. smart friends, yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. get what I mean? And not that they were any less of my friends. They were just real damn smart. Yeah. Do you get it? And whenever I was with them or whatever, we'd get grades. They would all be like, oh, well done. It was very... It was more of a, like, a... It was just really positive. Yeah. If someone failed, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. If yeah. someone failed, it wouldn't matter. If yeah. someone got a good grade, we'd all be like, that's great. No mm-hmm. one felt any less of anything. But yeah. I guess it's because we were all in the top set class. So mm-hmm. it's like, that person's not dumb for getting a bad grade. That yeah. person's not 
smart are the smartest yeah. for getting the best grade because we're all in the same class. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But most of my other friends weren't in that same class with me, weren't in that science class with me. Mm. So, and they weren't any less of my friends either. So mm. when I would go around them and they're like, oh, well, you, you know, it's because Zara does triple science. Yeah. Oh, well, because Zara, you know, because Zara does triple science. It wasn't like, well done, Zara does triple science. It was mm. like, oh, well, you know, Zara does triple science. So if I did get a good grade or something good did happen, it wasn't like... Because you did that. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah. It was like, oh, it's because she's, cause she's top class. It's, de- it's definitely like with those type of so-called friends, it's the energy, the vibe is like, why her, not me? Yeah. But it could be you. Yeah. N- no. Do you get what I'm saying? I felt that all the time. Why is it always you? Why is it always Georgia? It could be you. Like, no, but... The, and the thing is, with education... Yes, we're not all in in the... In the um, given the same... We don't all start with the same opportunities, yeah. shall I say. Yeah. But... It could have been you. Mm-hmm. If you worked hard... Yeah. Because I weren't any more smart than any of my friends. That was never the case. I just put in the work. I just... Do you get what I mean? Yeah, no. And, and the thing is, it's like... I've always had that drive. Yeah. To want more, to be more, and know more. Right. So, why are you mad at me for that? Like, right, and even at the time, like, at the time, you don't understand how obsessed I was with science. Like, I wanted to be a vet. Do you think you can get me out of top set science? Like, you are you done? Yeah, for real. Like, you should be happy and proud for me. Do you know what I mean? None of my other friends wanted to be a vet. So, it's not something that you should be comparing yeah. yourself to. It's like, you wanting to be a doctor and me wanting to be an entertainer. What, you get... You get into medical school and I'm mad about it. How? Yeah. How? <laughs> completely different dreams. Different paths, journeys even. Like, you, you can't compare. You know, and those are the things that, that's that's what I didn't understand. It yeah. was, if it was something that we, we both were fully able to be, mm-hmm. and we both wanted to be, yeah. then I can understand the, the comparison, the competition, the feeling yeah. of insecurity. I can yeah. get that. But, like, we, we're not on the same path. We're, yes, we're friends. Yes. Yeah, but we're just not on the same path. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah, 100%. That's actually okay. And, uh, yeah, it was hard. Because I remember leaving school. And I, I thought for a long period of time that I couldn't be friends with people that weren't on the same exact path as me. Mm. Because of that situation. Mm. Because if, if I was friends with anyone that wasn't striving for exactly the same thing that I was striving for, it, it was like... I was I was doing something wrong. Right. Like if I was going to the library and they weren't going to the library, yeah. they had a, a problem with me. They were annoyed at me because I'm in the library and I haven't come to lunch or whatever the case may be. And so I found friends that are just like, I'm doing my own stuff. I don't care about you. Go 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 read the books. <laughs> yeah. Like it's fine. Come on fast. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yes, it's not nice. The jealousy thing is we need to get out of that. Yeah, I, it's yeah. it. I don't want to say it's especially girls, but. I, feel like it's especially girls. So I never met boys that mm-hmm. did, cared what their friends were doing in that sense. I feel like maybe until it, it um, comes to money. Or women. Men in, women, yes, but men And also. money, yes, yes. Like, if if you have a friendship group... Oh, I mean, we need Kassan to be here to, <laughs> like, validate what we're saying. But... Um, I feel like if you had a male friendship group and one of one or two of the members are making more money than everyone else, I feel like that everyone else are gonna feel a type of way. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's a maturity thing, though. Yeah. I definitely think that's a maturity thing, because it's funny when you hear certain... When you hear two different types of male friendships, Mm -hmm. one male friendship, yes, that is the case, and then the mature version of that male friendship is like, no, I like being, like, the brokest one in the room out of my friends, because that means I've got to work harder. That makes sense? So it's just, like, completely different... (laughs) Sorry, that makes me laugh. It's completely different ball game. Like, if you are the brokest one out of your friends, or one of the brokest people in your friendship group, they don't have to necessarily be, like, best friend, but say it's your mentors. Yeah. And they bring you to a a dinner or whatever. Do you want to be the richest one in the room? Well, why am I there if I'm the richest one in the room? I want to be learning something from the people that I meet. Yeah, no, yeah. You know? Learning, yeah, yeah. Yes, learning. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you're gonna stay broke, okay? Doesn't mean no. they are the broke one. It doesn't mean they are broke. They just they just have less money than their friends. Oh my god! I don't know what I'm buying. As soon as you heard the word broke, you was like, "No, no, I'm not laughing at the word broke. I'm laughing. I'm just like, imagine that guy <laughs> just happy watching everyone float." <laughs> <laughs> and he's happy where he is. Oh, like he doesn't want yeah, to move. No, but that was your one. Imagine he went out to dinner. Imagine he went out to dinner, yeah. And all of his friends have got mad money. He comes and he's like, I was so happy. They're just making so much money, and I just can't relate. And I don't want to, I don't want to change anything. <laughs> so I'm gonna stop crying. I feel like what? It's the no aspiration bit in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you need to stop. Oh, I mean, yeah, no, it's the no aspiration. There's, there's aspiration, okay? Oh my days. I don't think. Um, <laughs> Oh, that's a deal breaker for me. No aspirations in relationships. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But no aspirations with regards to like like individual. But I think not having relationship goals is also a problem. No, not like like not like a deal breaker. This is separate. Yeah, but like because I've realized like a lot of relationships like they don't have goals in the sense of you guys come together, but you. I don't have any idea where you guys want to go together. Like, it's different, like... Like, you know, like, you have relationships, we want to build together, we want to start this foundation, or we want to do this, or improve, or help each other in this this dynamic, or whatever. There's relationships that don't have that. They don't have any relationship goals, like, long-term goals. Are we talking about financial, <clears throat> or... Um... Relational. Relational. Because it's different, like, um... I don't think... I don't think every... Every relationship mm. partnership yeah. could also be a financial partnership. Yeah, no. 100%. So, yeah, like, it doesn't have to be a thing where it's like, oh, yeah, we come together, we're in a relationship, and now we've started this business, or we started yeah, that foundation. No. Mm-hmm. Not all couples... Have to, yeah, no. It, it are, won't work. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Some people are just um, re- relational. Like, they're, they're emotional, mm-hmm. physical sense, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They are compatible, but business-wise, they wouldn't work. Like, yeah. You know, not everybody has to be your business partner. It's just not the case. Yeah. Um, But, yes, I think in the sense of, like, 
going somewhere in their relationship, like certain things that they want to fix yeah, or improve, yeah. improve on, mm-hmm. or um, what was it called? Or change or move towards, yeah. even if it's marriage. Yeah. Or I don't know. Like a goal could be like, say for example, one person in a relationship, if not both, wanted to like lose weight. They have a goal to lose weight together. Mm-hmm. Start that journey together, like things like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of relationships don't have those. You know what, right? <clears throat> I was reading reading my book. This is a bit controversial. Mm. We can talk about it. I was reading my book, and there was a couple, like there was a chapter about how you cannot fix relational trauma without a relationship. In the sense of, like, a, a friendship or um, a partnership, whatever. And and then I saw a TikTok and a, and a woman was saying the same thing about, about it. And she was saying, basically, say I have trust issues. Yeah. The trust isn't with me. The trust I have is towards other people because I've had a situation where the trust was broken. Mm-hmm. I now can't be alone and fix the trust issue. Oh, I have to be yes. in a relationship with yeah. a friend or a partner mm. where it's like, I'm going to tell you this secret or this insecurity. You're going to hold it and not tell anyone. And I'm going to take one of your insecurities or one of your secrets and I'm going to hold it. And that's the trust that we have. Mm. And that's how you fix that trauma. Yeah. And then for a little bit, I was like, but why, why can't I fix it alone? Because <laughs> like, you know when you come... Like, no, but, like, when, you, when you've when you just come out of a relationship with someone or you mm. have got certain traumas that are from a relationship, you want to be able to fix certain things by yourself. Yeah. You know, you want to be able to, to deal with your issue by yourself. And a lot of the time, like, we have... I know I definitely grew up understanding that if you're not ready to get in a relationship and you have, like, past trauma or whatever from relationships, don't get into another one. Yeah. But, but that's a whole different premise. That's, like, you cannot fix it yeah. unless you do get into one. And that's but very th- scary. It's scary, but it makes sense. Yes. It does. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's completely opposite from what we, what what we taught. usually taught. Exactly. Because yeah, it does make sense. If you can't trust other people, how are you going to fix that if you're not learning to, to trust, trust people other people? Like, exactly. You have to do it regardless. Exactly. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Even if, like... Um, it is scary. Lord have mercy. That would be really scary, though. Mm. That's really scary, but most of the time... That's the only way that you hear about people fixing those issues. Yeah. I mean, relationships are kind of like healing centers, to be fair. Yes. The big, no, the biggest ones. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. biggest ones, because those, those are, those are the only places that are going to show you everything that you have wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, your friends mm-hmm. are not with you all the time. Yeah. They're not emotionally attached to you in that sense. Mm-hmm. Like, in that deepest sense. A relationship is the only thing that's going to literally mirror everything. It's either going to mirror it, or it's going to bring out in you... It's the only bit that's going to be like, yeah, this is everything that's wrong with you. Fix it. (laughs) Either get rid of it or fix it. Like, you know. Um, And that's why sometimes we learn, like, the hardest lessons while we're in relationships. Why don't we learn them? Hmm. If we learn them. Some people people don't. Mm -hmm. That's why they jump into... mm. The next one and the next one and the next one. But yeah, I was like, (laughs) wow, that's that's a lot for me. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. Yeah. I like to be able to fix things myself. And yeah. now you're telling me that I actually physically cannot fix it Mm-mm. unless I am willing to be share vulnerable. that. Yeah, with somebody else. Yeah. But I think it is nice to know. It is nice to know. Yeah. You know? Because I feel like even with that, the idea that's 
pushed or the idea of relationships is like this fantasy world like oh everything's good every day and not like not like the dark side but like the serious side of relationships and yeah. what they actually boil down to yeah which is kind of like being naked yes like it's completely vulnerable yes 100 percent. yeah and no one wants to do that no and that's the hardest the hardest thing and mm-hmm. that's why relationships really don't last a long time like i saw a meme i think i said in yasmin about it and it was like oh um if you get 10 years out Zizi Mill said it. She was like, if you get 10 years out of a relationship with someone, then you're lucky, like, at this point. Because yeah. our generation doesn't keep, doesn't stay in long-term relationships. Mm-mm. It just it just doesn't. Like, it's not yeah, normal anymore. It's not um, wanted. Mm-hmm. Because of, obviously, the stigma, and most of the time, situations that are caused by long-term relationships is, like, they stay through all stuff that they shouldn't have. Like, mm-hmm. someone's cheated and they're still together. Mm someone's abused someone and they're still together mm. of course no one's gonna want to be like yeah i'm ready for a long-term relationship when that's the stuff you hear about yeah. but like that long-term love and care and vulnerability mm-hmm. is is a whole different that's a whole different type of relationship yeah. i think and that stigma of what long-term relationships are and like ride or die is yeah. i think we need to get rid of that and replace it with that like just clear open vulnerability yeah and if that's in that sense, it goes right back to what you were saying is like if you have don't have somewhere to go with your relationship. Because if you're deep enough into your relationship and you lot are like at this stagnant stage, mm. it would probably be really beneficial if both of you sat down and was like, These are the traumas that I have from my past. Yeah. These are the traumas you have for your past. Mm. How are we gonna try and heal them? Yeah, yeah heal them in our relationship because mm-hmm. even then if it doesn't work out and it doesn't that isn't the person that you stay with for the, for the rest of your life yeah at least you go into the next relationship healed something yeah you're not just adding more traumas to the list of traumas that you already have yes, ma'am. you know because mm. most of the case that's what we do we have a list of things that someone's done to us or that we feel hurt by yeah. or that We've taken from an old relationship. We feel like we've healed it, which we haven't. Because we can only do it in a relationship. Get into the next relationship. Honestly. And then just... You feel like you're at the beginning. Like, you you went into this relationship. You got hurt, whatever. Then you're single for a period of time. Heal, like, you're happy. Then you get into a relationship thinking it's going to be great. And it's like, the baggage is still there from the last time. Yeah. But then if if we're... Ugly. No, it's very (laughs) ugly. But then you're right. If we're going off the premise that you can only heal relational trauma when you're in a relationship, then of course it's not gone anywhere. Because you can feel great in yourself. You could have healed everything that you felt Mm -hmm. this individual. Mm. But until you get back into the dynamics of being with another person, all of that old stuff is just going to hit you in the back. It's long. It's long. It's long. I'll say the biggest deal breaker for me. In relationship or friendship or? Both. Both, okay. Both. The, I don't want, is it misuse? I don't know what that word is. But like the, you've taken my trust, basically. Like you've just stomped on it. What is that? True. Yes, but it's it's more than that. Um, Abuse. No. Yes, abuse oh, of my okay. trust. Yeah. Is the abuse of my trust. Right. 
because I, I'm a bit, it's not like you've taken my trust and you've done something mad with it. It's that you you know you have it, mm-hmm. and therefore you're not reciprocating in any sense. Yeah, that's horrible. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, no, facts. Like, you know, it, oh, do I want to say this? <laughs> don't know. <really. laughs> you're like, do I want to up myself right now? No, or? Well, am I sharing? <laughs> fuck it um yeah no (laughs) i knew of someone and they were like oh i know you have a soft spot for me yeah yeah and then in my head i'm thinking i never said that not true but if it was true i'm what yeah so what does that mean so what because you you think I have a soft spot for you. You think you can treat me anyhow? Yes. That's that what it is. I don't like. <laughs> don't, that's don't that's do that. what it is. Because it doesn't mean that you've... Okay, so say, for example, cheating. Cheating is the betrayal. That's right? a deal breaker for me. Yeah, but we know that. We don't even have yeah. to say that, right? But, yeah. that, but that comes under betrayal. Yeah. Right? That comes under betrayal. Yeah. And we already explained betrayal, right? Mm-hmm. So that comes under betrayal. But this can be done in, an, in a friendship or a relationship. Yeah. Where you've... You've you've taken my trust mm-hmm. and you're taking it for ad, as an advantage, yeah. if that makes sense. So it doesn't mean that you necessarily go out and betray it and and do something to break my trust. You're mm. not breaking my trust. Yeah. You're just not doing anything to keep it. Yeah, no, for real. Or it's a case of I know I can act a certain way, knowing that Zara or George is still going to be there. Yes. Yeah, it's like you. This yeah. is the line, right? Sure, this sure. is the line, and they're like, "I'll flip that on your head." Don't try. And... Yeah, it's like they know where the line is. Yeah, and because they know where the line is, mm-hmm. they're getting real close to it, but mm-hmm. they won't step over it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That for me mm-hmm. is is very. I really can't. Yeah, because that for me is like, it's very hard for me to give my trust. Yeah. So if I feel like we're always at a state of like you testing me essentially, it's like yeah. you're testing me. Yeah. If we're always you're, at you're a, testing how far you can go. Yeah. Yes. Like I've had friends that are like they know they know not to step over the line, but they'll get real damn close sometimes. And I'm just like, are you? Do you? Are we like? Do you understand what you're doing? Because the thing is, is that with me as well, you're not reactive. I'm I'm really not reactive. Yeah. That's why. But it makes it worse. People yeah, don't realise that true. me not being reactive is actually worse for them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That's why it really bothers me. Yeah. Because I'm I'm really not reactive. Mm-hmm. Like, I do the opposite. But because I do the opposite, yeah. you could get close to that line four, five, six times even. You don't have to step over it for me to want to cut you off. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you can get really close, really close, really close, and then... The time when I, I've just dealt with it too much internally, I'm just like, bye. Yeah. Just bye. Like, there's no there's no emotion there anymore. It, it's very, like, blank, and I'm, I'm just over it. Yeah. You know? Because if you just step over the line, then both of us know what the case is going to be. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. Like, I don't have to explain to you that you shouldn't cheat on me, because you just shouldn't. Do you get what I mean? You know not so, Exactly. So that's just betrayal. We know what the case is going to happen. Yeah. We know, like, we know that I'm going to be mad. We know that I'm going to be annoyed. Whatever the case is. That, like, that's just No, from be when it. you do it, from when you... Don't call me. 
just 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 know that we're over <laughs> like you don't even need to tell me like we're just done we're like we're actually done yeah like that's it i don't know you you don't know me don't claim me don't claim me as your ex don't claim me for nothing like we're done just yeah, know. I don't know of you. I don't know point. you. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, because the thing is, it's like, no, no, you was never my partner. Yeah, my no. partner would never do that to me. What? Do you get what I mean? So you was never my partner. Yeah, no. You're embarrassing me at that point. No, no, you're embarrassing yourself. No, but no, <laughs> you've embarrassed me. For you to say that you was with right, me. Right, no, no. Okay, no, you're yeah, embarrassing fair, me. Fairs, so fairs. we're never going to do that. But this is the thing that irritates, that really pisses me off with cheating. Why is it? Feelings of embarrassment is always put onto the female. Like, you know when you have a couple, like it could be a celebrity couple or whoever, and they say, oh, this person, this the man cheated or the woman cheated. No, let's say the man, because we're women. Let's say the man cheated. It's always like, oh, she was so bad. The woman, like she looks stupid. Why does the woman have to look stupid? Yeah, no, it's him. Why is it always the person who's been cheated on looks stupid? I get you. It sh- should be them. But for some reason, society no, has made it that yeah. that it's like the woman has made a bad choice. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, accountability is all on her. She should yeah. have known. That or... he was going to cheat. Yeah. She should have made a better decision with her partner. What if they've been together, like, 25 years and then he cheated? So what? Like, 25 years before she was supposed to know that 25 years later Bro. he was going to cheat at some point? Like, no, for real. And then it's like... Also, if it's like the case of well, he cheated before. What made her thought? What made her think that he'd be any different with her? It's like say if now I say oh, I'm not going to deal with you because you cheated in the past. I'm also blamed. Like yes. I'm seen as a bad person because yes. oh, I'm looking at you. Change. Change. Yeah, yeah. Real, so it's just like like what? <laughs> yeah, it's a catch twenty two situation. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> for me, it's not a nice. It's not. It's not embarrassing for me. No, it's not. It's not. I like. I refuse. To feel like I've never, I don't, from my knowledge anyway, but I feel like if I was ever to be in that situation, I actually refuse to feel embarrassed. Like, because it, the embarrassment, I feel like it stems from like them having a one up on you. Yes. That's exactly I, what it is. Yeah, no, I refuse to feel like that because, like, I don't understand the premise of them having a one-up on you. Yeah, exactly that. I don't get you, that either. You know, why you know is what, it seen like that? Yeah, you know why I don't understand the premise? Not to toot my own horn, but I'm going to toot my own horn, right? Toot your own horn, she goes, go on. I know the type of person I am in a relationship. Yeah. I've never had a bad review, right? <laughs> it, like, like, Come back. Paper. Like, do you get what I mean? We've never, we've never had a bad review. <laughs> like, if you're that type of person, you've never had a bad review. And yeah. it's not to say that there's, like, that, that I'm not perfect. Yeah. Right? But, but I've never had a bad review. Yeah. So... Now, if you cheat, right, how do you have a one-up on me, yeah, a person that's you never are, had a bad review? That you are sense. dumb. It's not, it's not like, like it's, it's, it's not like, it's not like you, you cheated on, it's not like you cheated on a person who was doing you wrong. Yeah. You know, it's, that's different. Yeah, no, for real. It's not like you had... Uh, you felt neglected and you had an emotional affair and mm-hmm. you fall in love with that woman mm-hmm. that's different mm. you just cheated for for what? like you and now what? I'm supposed to feel embarrassed and upset I, no I refuse that you lost me like what? like what? yeah I have to feel like that yeah, no you should be upset yeah <laughs> like, I agree like you actually effed up god's blessing like god actually sent you a blessing and you effed it up yeah and you know why it makes me even more mad is because there's a lot of women there's a lot of women in this world me inclu- in in me included mm. that 
if there actually was a problem and you and the, I actually you did felt neglected by me at the time I'm the type of woman that you could just come and tell me that yeah so the fact that they didn't feel that they could come to you about that it was it's, it's, it's their problem it's their problem it's a, yeah no it is how can I feel I, I'm not I'm not a close minded person mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not an abusive person. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, a reactive person. I'm not like that. Like mm-hmm. I said, I'm the very yes. unreactive. So pathetic. Yeah, right. like I'm very unreactive. So, so even if you came to me and you knew that it would annoy me yeah. or that I might feel upset or whatever, I'm yeah. not going to take it out on you. It's not going to make us break up. It's not going to cause a, a bad situation. Yeah. If anything, it's going to make us stronger from the situation that we are in. Mm-hmm. So unless you just you just wanted to break up with me and you couldn't tell me, then it's still your problem. Yes. Like, it's still right. not, it still has nothing to do with me. Oh, I'm, going, I'm even with that, a lack of honesty. You know what? If a man or woman, whoever, can't be honest with themselves, don't expect them to be honest with you. And that's, that's a lesson I had to learn as well. Yeah, but that's hard. <laughs> that's, you know why that's hard? Because I agree with that being a deal breaker, but it's very hard to be a deal breaker because... You have to really know a person yeah. to know when they're being dishonest with themselves. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's true. It's always after yes. the fact is when you realise it. That they, they weren't even being true to themselves. Mm-hmm. So how could they really tell you the truth? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like it's very hard to pinpoint mm. when someone started being dishonest with themselves. Yeah, no. especially as um women women can clock out of a relationship five months before they actually break up so it's very hard to say okay cool they stopped being honest with me mm-hmm. here mm. like you you wouldn't you would never know no but it's like some yeah but even with that i'm sure like there would have been a point where they had the opportunity to be honest and they still didn't Want to be honest? Yeah, every day is an opportunity to be honest. Yeah, so you know, ugh. yeah, I agree with you. Of course, it is, but yeah. it, it, it it's much. You know, I think that one's that one's really it's difficult to pinpoint, like you said. Yeah, yeah. it's it's context dependent. Mm. Like some people are very, very it shows yeah. real, real quick who <laughs> <laughs> like the type of person that they are, yeah. if they're true to themselves, mm-hmm. if they're honest people. Mm-hmm. And then some people it's very hard to see where the discrepancies are, where mm-hmm. the, you know, insecurities are within them yeah. and how like that can cause issues in your relationship. Yeah. You know, some people hide it better than others. Yeah. Some people definitely mask. I, and I'm saying this because I'm one of those people. Not oh, because right. I know people like that, but because I am, I can mask a lot. One of those people. You will net like yeah. if I if I do not want to tell you something or explain something to you or be vulnerable with you about something, you'll never know. I'm not going no. You never know. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what I'm saying. It's very hard. It's very hard to pinpoint. Yeah, but even with that sometimes <laughs> it's like, do I actually feel like this? Or is it a trauma response or is it my intuition or da da da? Yeah, but yeah, but that whole time I'm going back and forth. Yeah, no, for real. (laughs) You see, you see the problem. Yeah, because one day I will be like, no, this is the decision that I make, and the next day I'll be like, no, but is it a trauma response? The day after that, I'm like, is it my intuition? Yeah, but you, but that whole three Mm -hmm. months that that's been happening, you would have never known until I've actually made the decision. (laughs) Do you get what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Is it's hard because I have been the person that it's like even friendships. You will never know when I'm just getting like I'm just counting down the days when I'm just like. 
yeah, your gun still can't lie to you. Like, <laughs> you know? So, mm. yeah. So it's, it's hard. Because I mean, people will never know me. I'm that type of person. People, how do you even know what I did? No, you. I get labelled unpredictable. Why, though? I don't know. I don't think you are. I don't think I am either. It's just people don't know me, I guess. Yeah. But then again, I don't... There's some situations I actually don't know how I'll react. Oh, 100%. But, see, that's not... That's that's not being, like, unpredictable. Because I'll explicitly say, if this happens, I don't know what I will do. Yeah. No, for real. You know, but you get what I mean. So, but then is that not also un- being unpredictable? No, because I've given you a disclaimer. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get what I mean? Yeah. Unpredictable people for me is like, it, you know what they say about like, the quiet person? Mm. Like, they, they've never had an issue. You've never mm. seen them shout. Yeah. You've never seen them argue. You've never seen them get mad. And then it's like a flip of a switch, just like oh, crazy. Yeah. That's unpredictable. unpredictable. Mm-hmm. You don't know when or where or how or what is going to make them blow. Yeah. That's unpredictable. Because. And you're not unpredictable because there are things that are going to make you mad mm-hmm. there are things that are going to make you sad there are things that are going to make you emotional yeah. there's just some things you don't know what you might do in that situation yeah. but we know what those things are we know what those situations are yeah, 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 you know true. so it's like if we get into those situations I'll be like okay we don't know what George is going to do so let me just check mm-hmm. on her mm-hmm. you know but like because then everybody is, in a sense, unpredictable. Because, yeah. say, um, I don't mean to get deep for a second, but say with, like, something like death, mm-hmm. no one ever knows how they're going to react until they're in that situation. Yeah. So, then everyone has to walk around saying they're unpredictable. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. We never know how we're going to act in those situations, but, no, that's hilarious. <laughs> just don't, just don't. Just don't do dumb stuff while you're in a relationship. Don't be silly. Don't um, be secretive as well, like... Don't do it. Oh, you, you know what I realised the other day? Mm. Is that I don't think I like mis- mysterious... What is it? Mis- mysterious. Mysterious people mm. or mysterious situations. Mm. I realise that. It, uh, it triggers my anxiety. Mm. I don't like not knowing what a person's going to do. Mm. I don't like that. Okay, so give a situation. Do you have a situation? So you know some women will say like, oh, they like when like, he's spontaneous. I don't think, (laughs) I personally don't think I like spontaneity Mm. in, in men. Yeah, because they could be planning your murder. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, and I'm already an overthinker. So we're not about to do this. I need, I need. No, I shouldn't laugh at that. It's but. a sense of insecurity. Like, mm. like, it makes me feel, it makes me feel unsafe. Now I'm yeah. dead serious. Yeah. Like, it makes me feel unsafe. Like, I don't know. I don't know what you might do. <laughs> we're going on a road trip. Like, you know what? You know what? And my mom did this to me. Oh, my mom did this to me. You know what my mom said one time? You know when we was going on, after secondary school, I went on a holiday with my friend. Yeah. And at the time, my boyfriend was like, oh, we went on holiday. And my mom was like, what if he kills you? I said, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and from that day on, like, I just, 
what if that does happen? Yeah, no. no one can't save me. I'm in a different country. I'm like, and those things have happened to women. Have you watched Taken? Do you get what I mean? You know, with that film, yeah, I remember the day I watched it. The day, the next day, it was a, it was a Friday. I watched it. I was in like year seven, year eight, and I was supposed to go out with my friends in Croydon somewhere. My mum, we was watching that film. I didn't go. I didn't leave the house the next day. I stayed at home. <laughs> but no. Yeah, no, no, dead serious. Traumatized. No, because Traumatized. no, no, seriously. Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think mm. I can. And it's, it's definitely like, I. It's definitely something that I haven't healed. Like it's definitely a trauma response. Yeah, situation. Yeah. That's the case. Mm-hmm. Like if I was someone that didn't have the the past experiences that I have, yeah. then I would probably be fine with it, and yeah. I I probably love. Uh, you know, spont- spontaneous man. But me personally, the stuff that I have been through, I physically cannot. So if he was like, "Come, let's go to Cancun for two weeks," you'd say no. I'm scared. Damn. You know what it is? Mm. It's it's not that. Wait, it's not okay. surprise trips. It's not surprises. Yeah. It's in your personality. Uh, that's what it is yeah. so if you said like obviously the the holiday thing is separate because I don't know what might happen on holiday <laughs> in general like yeah. anywhere right like it doesn't I don't have to be on holiday for me to come to house and you to murder me like the, those things any, anything can happen at any time so yeah. I'm not just sitting in my in my room crippled like <laughs> I'm fine <laughs> like I probably will because I'm the type of person like a holiday is a holiday I'm gonna go yeah. do you get me but like with um, it's in your personality so say like Say I genuinely don't know how you feel from minute to minute. Like, I don't know when you're annoyed, when Mm. you, like, what might tick you off Mm. or what might, like, make you mad. Yeah. Those things I don't like not knowing. Like, I'm, I'm a type of person, you know what not to do to piss me off. Mm -hmm. You know what's going to make me mad. Mm -hmm. You know that I'll probably, what I'll probably cry about. But if you are the type of man that, like, I don't know, I don't know where the the line is i don't know if we're out on the street mm. and a man i don't know a man cat calls me and you're gonna punch in the face like i don't know oh, do you get what yeah. i mean that's what scares me okay. that's what triggers like i'm don't want to do with that it's mm. like red lights mm. that's a deal breaker for me so not knowing their boundaries I guess. yeah not knowing their boundaries yeah not knowing their boundaries, but a lot of like mysterious men are like that. Like, they, you like purposely do that. Yeah, like yeah. They, they portray the type of people that you never know what they're going to do minute to minute. I don't like that. Mm. That's weird. I do not like that. Mm. I do not like that. That's some psychotic, like. Yeah! <laughs> no, but. No, it is. No, That's it bad. is. That's really bad. No. Mm. And, I, and I'm not say, I'm not saying it out of like something that I've I've um never come across. No, I was genuinely sitting there thinking about stuff that's happened. I was like, no, I don't like it in men. I don't like it. No. I even don't. You know what? I even don't like it in friendships because I've been in situations. Say for example, we're at carnival. Mm-hmm. I personally cannot go to carnival with someone that I don't know what's going to happen with them. Like, if a situation happens, I don't know how you're going to react. Oh. I don't know if you're going to run. I don't know if you're going to stay here. I don't know if you're going to start a fight. Mm-hmm. 
I need to know the type of person that you are, what triggers you, what pisses you off, yeah. or what's going to make you run. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I need to understand that as for you as a person mm-hmm. before we go anywhere. That's why I never used to go to parties with just anyone. Because stuff like that generally does happen. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe this is because of where I grew up. But say we go to a party and you hear a gunshot, mm. and you're <laughs> like, I look around, and you're nowhere to be found. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know you was that type of person to just run. Like, now, what what are we going to do now? Like, how, mm-hmm. how, what am I supposed to do in this situation? No, that's actually deep. I never even thought about how deep that actually is. No, yeah. that's, that's really deep. I realised that I was like, because I remember, like, there was, like, three, four carnivals in a row. Yeah. It was like, I'm not going to carnival unless I'm with this friend. Mm. I don't care who else we go with, but if I'm not with this friend, I'm not going. Because I know she will... I know what she's going to do. I know how she's going to react. I know what we can do in that in any type of situation. Mm-hmm. Everybody else now, I ain't got no damn clue. Mm. And I don't even want to think about it. Mm. And that really triggers me. Mm. And that's why I would say to you, you're not unpredictable. Because I can go anywhere with you and be like, okay, I know what's going to piss George off. I can't lie I know to what's you. Gonna make if I'm with you and someone tries it, I'll probably be like, I'll probably give you the eye or something. Like, you'll know. Yeah. Like, you'll just know. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of people, they just, they're really like a ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm. I can't. I, I can't. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I genuinely cannot have that around me. Yeah. Or you know that person that you have to be like, oh, be nice when you go somewhere. Why do I have to, why do I have to accommodate to you like you're my child? Yeah. Do you get what I mean? You should know how to act when yeah. you go to certain places. For real. Yeah, no, for real. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I can't. That's mm-hmm. one fear. Do you want to end with something that you are... Is it a deal breaker for you? Do you have any more on your list? <laughs> um, Jesus. I have, I have loads. Okay. Right. Do a quick fire round. Cheating, signs of narcissism, um, continuously calling me out of my name, mocking my dual heritage, lack of self-awareness, um, lack of honesty, but we've already debated that, lack of understanding, and someone who's unsupportive. Yeah. What is it, the one that's mocking you out of your name? Calling me out of my name. Continuously calling me out of my name. That shouldn't even, that's, that's, that's not... No, I know that, but it's like, say, okay, that's not in a relationship, it's more like talking stage. Okay, yeah. Like, that, like if he thinks it's okay. I don't understand men like that in general, though. A lot of men are like... Men that comfortably what, use, uh, like, um... You know, sometimes... I, I don't know what it is. I really feel like I attract men who are opposite to me so the things i don't think are okay they think that it is okay <laughs> so it's like i have to educate them into why it's not okay so yes no i had to put that not that i would tolerate it of course not but like no i can't even have friends like that yeah no for real i can't have male friends that are like no I, 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 and that's the thing i don't have male friends who are like yeah that. so it's like but why it's, did you even it's i don't know it's just from the past like because I've dealt with boys who went to all boys school. I don't know, just that culture. That culture is very toxic, very backwards. So that's why I had to say that because. mm Yeah, no, no, I agree. I met a lot of boys that they they came straight out of secondary, calling women all types of names, and you're like, wait, wait, sorry, what? Yeah. Sorry, who? When? Yeah, no, for real. I didn't know that we was doing that. You know. And it's a, it's a funny thing because they feel like um, 
They feel like kids will be, they hear us call each other names. But they can do it. No. No. It's, we're not doing Sometimes that. when we call each other, it's inform, like it's empowerment or endearment. Yes. Because we're women, we're females, whatever. You, on the other hand, press up. <laughs> You're the enemy. Okay. <laughs> We're not allowed to do it. You can't do it. I'm actually joking. No, but like, it's just something people should know. Like, just yeah, no, yeah. And the heritage one we were talking about that other day. Um, Oh god, I have some stories about that. But yeah, yeah. we're not gonna get. Yeah, we're not gonna get into a story about it. But I would just say we'll end of this. If you are with someone of a of a different race, background, culture, any of those things, they should never, under any circumstances, feel the need or allowance to comment on your background, culture, race, ethnicity. Yeah. That is all I will say. And it's not okay. It's not, it's not, like, it's not fine because they're with you. It's mm-hmm. just, it's not fine. Standard. All. Like, at it's, all. to put it just in a general box, it's, like, no respect. Yeah. No, you can't be with someone who don't respect you. 100%. And that's, and that's with that. the that's with the name Collins as well. They, they don't respect you. Yeah. If it takes for them, if it, like, if they're all nice and whatever, and then you don't get into an argument, and you see a whole different side of that person, mm-hmm. they, did, they don't respect you and you lot are good. Mm-hmm. How someone treats you when they're annoyed yeah. will tell you a lot about how they're going to treat you in the future. 100%. Um, but yeah, that's all we're going to say today. So we'll see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.